This is an RNZ podcast. And last Wednesday was also the day that the broadcasting company MediaWorks released a searching review of its workplace culture. Six allegations of sexual assault were revealed and what was described as a discriminatory boys' club culture, as Hayden told Karen Hay on Midweek Media Watch. One staff member put it this way, there is an inner circle and females don't get let into that circle. Apparently one manager saying, only hire hot, referring to female applicants for roles. And uh, boys, this is why you don't hire mums. I guess that's uh, might, there might be the same person there who said don't hire a female as she'll get knocked up in five minutes. So there seems to be uh, a bias against women because they might get pregnant, which is actually illegal. Uh, respondents also reported repeatedly hearing derogatory terms, now the sexually explicit terms uh, used in the office, and there were actually allegations of racial discrimination and racist language as well. One staff member reported hearing a senior executive talking about why a station wasn't getting many commercial ad bookings, and he said that that's because brown people don't have any money. There was a lot more in that review, and you can hear Hayden talking about it last Wednesday in midweek. Media Watch. But MediaWorks is, of course, not the only media company that's had problems behind the scenes with sexism, harassment, bullying, discrimination, drugs and alcohol, equity, and representation. In the Stuff Papers this weekend, veteran journalist and columnist Rosemary McLeod said a boys' club culture was par for the course when she was a young reporter. Male colleagues who were thoroughly decent people back then were a bonus, she said. You had to be there to explain it, she wrote, and you're lucky if you weren't. MediaWorks Culture Review is by far the most comprehensive airing yet of any New Zealand media company's internal problems. QC Maria Dew spent half a year on it, and more than 500 current and former staff were consulted, either personally or by survey. And it happened in part because of media exposure of the problems, both on social media, most notably an Instagram account called Beneath the Glass Ceiling, and in the work of a handful of mainstream news reporters, among them Alison Moore at Stuff, Katie Harris at NZME and Kristen Hall at TVNZ. The day the report came out, last Wednesday, it led the news on News Hub at 6 on TV Channel 3, where they would have found it especially confronting, as Mike McRoberts explained. MediaWorks is the owner of many of the country's radio stations, and until recently, three. The company issued a public apology, and as Karen Rutherford reports, some victims wonder whether anyone will ever be made accountable. But as Karen Rutherford went on to point out, no one was prepared to be accountable to the media last Wednesday. News Hub, which was formerly owned by MediaWorks, asked for an interview. We got a pre-recorded statement. We strongly support the findings. The review is an important step here for MediaWorks and it's the catalyst for us to generate long-term culture change. And no other senior executive, past or present, has had anything more to say publicly since Wednesday either. The Herald's Wellington business editor Hamish Rutherford reported this weekend the directors of the company were also refusing to answer any questions. The company requested questions in writing for Chair Jack Matthews, which a spokesperson then declined on his behalf. And Hamish Rutherford also reported that Michael Anderson, who was both the chief executive and a board member during the period covered by the due report, didn't respond to his request for comment at all. And Michael Anderson's also incidentally one of the experts currently examining the business case for a new public media entity to replace RNZ and TVNZ. Now, Maria Dew's summary of the report says many women feared for their careers when coming forward, and having spoken to some that did, 
TVNZ's Kristen Hall told TVNZ One News viewers this. Some former staff that I spoke to today say because the alleged perpetrators haven't been named here, there's concerns about accountability and it's pretty hard for them to move forward and have any closure because of that. I spoke to a former MediaWorks executive today who said that this review is a long time coming and proves that the business was in the wrong hands before the current CEO Cam Wallace came along. I've also spoken to a current staffer who says she doesn't have a lot of confidence in the current executive team. She says that they don't have the competence or the expertise to create change. Now anyone who does name names at this point could fall foul of defamation laws without watertight evidence. Right now, reporters covering ongoing sexual assault and rape allegations in Australia's parliament are urging their social media followers not to name a 26-year-old man who's just been charged by police because that could compromise further investigation and a possible trial. And it's worth remembering also that what's been released publicly by MediaWorks this week was just a summary of the findings. Much of the worst conduct highlighted in Maria Dew's report is reported to have occurred at the company's boundary-pushing music stations. Social media accounts of the outlets and some people rumoured to be involved have also been made private lately and had comments turned off in recent days, and some discussions in online forums elsewhere, like Reddit, have been deleted. But whether anyone is held accountable for all this in the end is still an open question. Maria Dew's report says four separate incidents of alleged misconduct raised by people who came forward have been independently investigated, and she herself has referred on one case of sexist and bullying conduct by a manager and one of sexual harassment by a work colleague, while the complainants themselves are considering their options. I am pleased to report MediaWorks has taken each of these matters seriously, Maria Dew said in her report, but she added that several other matters that could have been referred for investigation haven't been because complainants didn't feel comfortable coming forward. MediaWorks Chair Jack Matthews did tell the Herald by text message this weekend the board accepts the findings of the report and supports the culture change process. But as Hayden Donnell pointed out in Midweek Media Watch this week, in her introduction, Maria Dew QC indicated that some of the management didn't acknowledge the problem. She said nearly everyone she talked to talked about some toxicity in the culture, but some didn't. And uh, the only people that didn't, she said, were generally MediaWorks managers who decided that the people who were complaining soon just weren't cut out for the industry. She wanted to <laughs> acknowledge that those people might have some difficulty accepting it's a problematic culture, but it was a problematic culture. And in an article pondering how things got so bad at MediaWorks, the Herald Social Issues reporter Katie Harris, who's investigated harassment and bullying at all major media companies lately, said those in power at MediaWorks appear to have lost sight of how to run a company and treat their employees correctly. But if the boys' club assumed that no one would find out what went on under that glass ceiling or would care about it much if they did, they now know that was wrong. And as for the assumption that they weren't accountable, well, it remains to be seen if that happens within the company or in the media.